Well, welcome to On Demand. This is our New Year's Eve service, and this is an opportunity for you to hear what we're going to be doing all next year. We've got all kind of great things for you. It's kind of my introduction to the, to the year. I'm going to lay out the themes for you, and I'm going to answer one question. I'm going to ask you rather one question. When? When will you make the turns in your life? The whole sermon, the whole message tonight is to help you figure out when you're going to do it. So stay right there. It's going to be great. Don't you miss it, my friend. This word will help you stay there. Glad you're back. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I am excited about the coming year. I really am. I'm thrilled. I feel like I have come through a storm and I can see some light. It has been an amazing journey. You know, the whole journey we've gone through with the pandemic and with all the other issues and the politics and all the things that have had our emotions on edge. I just believe that this is a time for us to think about the future differently. And I want to start with asking you one question. When? When are you going to do the things that you said you're going to do? When? It's so easy to talk. It's so easy to say things. It's so easy to make promises. And when you come to this time of year, you know, we sit around and we say, I'm going to make a pledge and I'm going to go here. And we are sincere. But in reality, a lot of times it's just talk. There's no date tied to it. And so when are you going to start doing the things that you said you were going to do? When are you going to begin to take on the, the specific goals and objectives you set in mind? One of the things that I love to do every day is set goals and, and objectives. I like to say, this is what my objective, objective is today. These are the things I want to do. And it's, it can be simple stuff. It's make up to bed. It's, it's wash clothes. It's, I have a list of things. And you wash clothes? Absolutely. I wear clothes. So I wash clothes. But there are things that I do uh, from cleaning up or, or reading something or going through a book or working on a project. There's something about having goals in your life. If you get up every day and you have goals and you have to give yourself time to accomplish those goals, it has an amazing impact on your self-image. I have savings goals. I have uh, physical goals, strength goals. There are things that I really want. There's a vision I have on my desk at the house. I want to look like that. I, wanna, I want my body to be more like that. And those are things that I work toward. And so it's one push up at a time, it's one, it's one weight at a time, it's one day at a time, it's one mile at a time. But I believe that there's a power in saying, this is when I'm going to start, when I'm going to get it done. So one of the things that I do every year is I try to answer a question. And the question for next year is, when will you begin to do the things that you said you're going to do? And what are the things that stop you from doing it? What are the things that get in the way? And I want to start each month by answering that question. So let me read a text to you. It's kind of like our, our text for the year. It's in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 33. And here's what it says. Again, you've heard that it was said of those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. That's what I want you to think about. That one verse. The verse talks about the importance of not being a, a liar, being a truthful person. There's something about saying in your own mind, I am not going to become a person who doesn't tell the truth. And I want to do something really quick that I hadn't planned on doing that I think is so cool. This is what I love about technology, right? You can do what you want to do when you feel like you want to do it because there's something powerful about being spontaneous. So let me read something for you. I want to read this again because it's part of a series of thoughts. 
In the book of Matthew, there are these conversations, conversation where Jesus says, you've heard it said, but I say. And he compares the two. So I want to add a little bit to this for a minute. Let me read it to you again. Verse 33. Again, you've heard that it was said to the people uh, long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill uh, to the Lord the vows you've made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from evil. I love it. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. This is Jesus saying, stop making promises. It's time for you to say yes and do it. It's time for you to take action and get it done. It's so easy if you're not careful to be the kind of person who just talks and says, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You say, you need to stop. Because you never get to the win. You always make promises. You've heard it said. But Jesus said, let's take it to the next step and take action. I am convinced that there are specific things that stop people from getting to the thing they want to do. There's specific things that, get, that stop you from the, getting to the win. That's what I was trying to say. There, there, are, there are things that get in the way. And I want to list for you some of the things I'm going to talk about in the coming year that will specifically talk about this. First of all, and if you're taking notes, you can simply either you can download the notes if you like. That's easy way to do it. Or what you can do, go to the website and you can download the notes or on the app Overcoming by Faith Ministries app. That's a cool thing to get. If you haven't got that all year, Lord have mercy, you need to get it. Overcoming by Faith Ministries app. And on the app, there's a section for notes. And it's also notes on the website, overcomingbyfaith.org. And so as they put that information up there for you so you can get the notes if you want them. And by the way, it's really cool. All the sermons for the year are all organized. All the sermon notes are there. Videos are there. Audios are there. You can simply sit back and catch up if you want to. This year's question we answered was, what is the truth you need to face? What is the truth you need to face that you've not faced? And we talked about truth all year long and the importance of facing the truth. And how each month I dealt with the truth about you, the truth about your finances. This month, this year, we're doing something different. We're talking about you taking action in your life. So now that you know the truth, you need to take action. You need to do something. And I believe there are things that stop you from doing something. And here they go. You ready? I'm going to list them for you. The first thing that I think that stops people is they're trapped. Traps. I believe that you can be trapped and you can be tied up in a place and end up struggling for the rest of your life trying to get someplace. But you're financially trapped. You've made covenants with people. You've tied yourself to friendships. You're trapped in relationships. You're trapped in a way of thinking. And all those things stop you from doing things you say you want to do. So I want you to think about that. And we're going to walk through a whole list of things. Now, I'm telling you, that's the first series we're going to deal with. Matter of fact, next week, we're going to start our series on Trapped. And I'm going to take you to the book of Proverbs, chapter six, if you want to read ahead of me. It's really easy for a person who is sincere to get trapped. I've been trapped. And what's really scary to me is how easy it is for me to be trapped. I, and was, I, I thought, well, if I get to a certain level of income, if I have a certain certain size home, if I have a certain kind of person in my life, if I have a certain kind of wife, woman in my life. I thought if I had a job, I thought if I had notoriety, I thought if I had certain things that I would never be trapped. But that was not true. I learned that you can be trapped at every level 
at every level of income, at every level of opportunity, you could, at every academic level. I thought if I graduated and got this degree, I wouldn't be trapped. I learned that you can be trapped at every level. And so I'm going to show you how traps work. And I'm going to give you four examples of how, to, how traps work and how to be free. But that's coming up starting next week. Secondly, I want you to look at this. I want to talk next about something called willful blindness. Willful blindness. Now, this is a term that is used oftentimes uh, in legal settings. A person has the capacity to know something, but chooses not to know it. They have, they have the ability. They can, all they have to do is look over there. It's right there to the left. But they, so they chose not to look. They don't want to see. And so are you willfully blind? Are you the kind of person who knows, but you're not looking? You're not paying attention. You're praying, oh, God, I ask you in Jesus name to help me. But you're ignoring the truth and you're doing something really sad called compromising. It's when you compromise in your life and you know better. You're willfully ignoring all the verses that talk about things you know you're clear about, but you've not addressed them. So we're going to talk about willful blindness and how that impacts your life. Thirdly, we're going to talk about bad investments. There's nothing like admitting that your long term strategy is bad or has been bad, that if you look back in your life and say, OK, what I did with my finances over the last 10 years or 20 years or whatever was bad. What I did with my relationships, what I did with my health, what I did with my own spiritual development, I've made bad investments. I, I just struggle with this all the time to make sure that I'm not over investing in things that can't help me. I don't want to overinvest in and, and thought processes. And, and that's where I really can get in trouble. Sitting around thinking about stuff that's, you know, especially in this political environment. I, I, I think in some ways I've made heavy investments. I don't mind. I'm, I'm very politically conscious. I believe that you need to vote. I think all that's important. But all I can do is vote, work at it and try. I cannot allow myself to become controlled by it. I can't allow myself to invest all of my energy and all my time in things I can't control. I need to do my part, vote, give to whatever I believe is important, work toward it. But I cannot spend too much time investing in things that I can't I can't win. I need to invest in what I what I know I can win I need, where I can make a difference. Now, here's what's important. If I overinvest in worry, I can never be free. So bad investment. We'll talk about that. Then we'll talk about wrong direction. Are you going in the wrong direction in your life right now? It's so easy. Now, I have done that more times than I want to admit. Some things I wanted to do. That's the question for the year. Why do people sometimes never get to where they want to get in life? Why, why is it that you've never done what you said you were going to do? Sometimes because you go in the wrong direction all the time. You're going north. You need to be going south. You, you, you're spending too much time. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I sit at television and you're watching me on media or television, what you're watching me on now, whatever form you're watching me on, thank you for watching. But it, I think it's the wrong direction in your life. It's a bad investment to just do this too much. And so I'm always saying when I start my day, OK, how will I start my day? I set my direction. And some of you, the reason you're never going to get to where you want to be, because you keep going in the wrong direction. You're chasing love more than your own life. You're chasing somebody more than yourself. And so that's the wrong direction. You're more important, it's more important for you to have friends than to do what's right for you. That's the wrong direction. Next thing I want to talk about is what I call the one chance opportunities. 
I don't believe that you have two chances to do everything. Adam and Eve had one chance with the Garden of Eden. Noah had one chance to build an ark. I believe there are times you have one chance and it doesn't come again. So I want you to think about this. Is, could it be that you, you didn't get to where you wanted to be in life and you've never done what you said you wanted to do because you missed that one chance? Here's what you need to do. Find a new opportunity because that's gone. You're never going to work there again. That, that opportunity is gone. That relationship is gone. That is not coming back. And we'll talk about the importance of that. Then we'll talk about what I call weakness lying. Weakness lying. Now, when it, you need to hear me when I say this. And that's my own little creation there. But I believe that one of the weaknesses we have is lying, that we lie about our weaknesses. We're not honest about them. We don't tell the truth. And I'm telling you, who wants to expose themselves? Who does? Who wants to say, here was a weakness in my life or here was a whole season. I looked at my undergrad work prior to my graduate work and I thought, boy, that was, oh boy, he's a seaman. <laughs> he made it out, but boy, he was seeing his way through. I just... I just didn't, I was trying, but I was too distracted. I had too many things going on in my life, believe me. But that's another sermon. But weakness, lying about your weaknesses, not telling the truth, and, and not allowing anybody in your life who will challenge you with the truth. That's why you'll never get to the places you say you want to be. Next thing I want to talk about is something I call hearing God. Hearing God. Now, for some of you, you say, oh, I know how to do that. Just pray, talk to God. I'm there, boy. Hallelujah. I want to be right there. I was going to be I'm, I'm, that whole series, Pastor Rick. You talk about hearing God. I already know how to hear God. I heard the voice of God. You hear people say that all the time. I heard the voice of God and God said, and, I, and God told me to brush your teeth, boy, because you got to hurry up and get out of here. I mean, no, no, I'm not, no. A lot of that is just people trying to show their love for God and their devotion to God. And, and it's not really true. I want to talk about positioning yourself to hear God. Here's what I believe about hearing God. You position yourself to hear God. You have to be in the right maturity place or the right. Let me say another way better than that. You have to be mature. You have to learn how to think. And, and I, I really that's why I love the Bible, because it gives you a framework to, to build from. And, it, and I believe in praying. I believe in interceding. I believe in all of that. I believe in the gifts of the spirit. I believe in all of that. I think that's wonderful. But I want to take the time to walk you through what hearing God looks like. Next thing I want to talk about is something that's really important. It's called stepping over, stepping over. There are things in life you've got to step over. Stepping over guilt is one. There are things you will never do. You say, I'm going to do this, but every time you get ready to do it, you feel guilty. Every time you get ready to make that step, you feel bad. You know, I'm going to take some vacation, but every time you try to take a vacation day, you feel guilty. Oh, I'm going to pray, but I can't pray. And you can't, you, you just can't get there. And because you can't step over, you'll never see certain things happen in your life. Now, I want to tell you that for me is a big one. I have tried hard to not get stuck in places, but I found that I wasn't licensed to step over. Next thing I want to talk about is something I call, watch this now. I love this, stepping over busy. I am a big believer that these two things are important, stepping over guilt and stepping over busy. The busy addiction is strong. You are always going to have something to do. But if you don't learn how to do things in small pieces, you're going to be frustrated. Next thing I'm going to talk about coming down the road is how we push too much work. I love this really about procrastination, but how we push too much work to the next day. 
we push a lot of things forward. And, and it's a whole series on procrastination. There's something that you can get into in life that can just become a routine to you, putting things off. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next year. And because you do that, you'll never get done the things you want to do. You'll be promising forever. And then another thing that I want to talk about, and this is my last sample before I pray for you. We blame the wrong people and pick the wrong fights. We blame the wrong people and we pick the wrong fights. You will never get to where you want to be if you're distracted by fighting, picking fights with people all your time. You never get to do what you're supposed to do, what you said you're going to do, because you spent all your life fighting. You never even really got married. Well, I said another way. You never really enjoyed marriage because you were always fighting each other. You pick the wrong fights. You go into things you can't. And I really believe one of the great examples of this in the Bible is Daniel. Daniel didn't pick fights. He, didn't, he didn't, wasn't going to win. He, he, he picked a fight that he felt was right. And he stood with people that he felt he should stand with. But he didn't waste time. There were some elements of his life that didn't come together for him. One of the key things was he was never freed. He learned to live in a situation that he couldn't change. He took the best of it and he didn't spend his life fighting over something he couldn't change. But he did fight over what he could change. Are you picking the wrong fights? Are you spending so much time fighting that you're missing out on the bigger picture of your life? Now, those are some things I want to talk about in the coming months. And I want you to think about which one of those fits you. Which one of those things would you say, Pastor Rick, one of the, I don't know, and I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to teach on them. I gave you the first series, which we're going to start with, is called Trapped. But somewhere in the year, those topics will come up. And I want to take you on some journeys to help you. I'll announce to you when I'm going to do them. But I want you to think about this for a minute. This is your life. And you've been saying for a long time, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that. When will it start? Well, let's start today. Let's start with the prayer. Let's start with you talking to God right now about your future. You know, this is it, the end of the year. This is the moment when every year I sit back and I say, all right, God, I'm not going to feel guilty about the past, but I'm going to build the future. So let me pray for you and let me challenge you to hear me today. This is your time. When are you going to do it? We're going to do it right now. Let's pray. Father, I lift up before you every person, every family that's been promising, saying, declaring, speaking the word for years and years, and they've never done it. They've never done the things they've said. Let this be the beginning of a breakthrough for them. I pray for healing, for strengthening, for grace, for power. I pray for the glory of God to come in their life and liberate them and take them to a new place of healing and blessing. I declare in Jesus' name, that your presence will be with them and that your victory will be with them. I pray, God, that they will find healing. Where they've been sick and they, they, they know they need to deal with their body, may this be the season they do it. Their money, I pray. They've been talking about dealing with their money. Let this be the season when they deal with their money. I pray, God, that strife in the relationship, let this be the season when they deal with it. If it's academic challenge, if it's a student who's not disciplined, let this be the semester where everything changes. And so, God, we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor in Jesus name. Well, you've heard my question for the year. When will you do all the things you said you were going to do and what stops people from doing it? 
I love those answers I gave you. We have a lot we're going to talk about. Some of it may change. You know, throughout the year, you never know. All kinds of things can change because the Holy Spirit moves and we kind of take left turns and right turns. But I have at least a map in front of me. So I want you to join me in prayer right now for you. And I pray this message you've heard today that gives you a sample of where we're headed will touch your life. Let's pray. Father, I pray for those who've heard this message today. May it challenge them to say, when is now? Right now, I'm going to make a decision to go in the direction I need to. And I'm going to take some of those things Pastor Rick said. I'm going to have the courage to step over that fear. I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm not going to allow myself to miss my one chance. I'm not going to allow myself to be trapped. I'm not going to allow myself to be in a place where I'm, I'm compromising and going in the wrong directions. May this be a season of great change for me. I pray this is now. When is now for them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Happy New Year's. Celebrate God's grace in your life. And if you're hearing this like later, because on demand, you can hear it when you want to, apply it to your life today. This is good for any year in your life. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.